0: Well, Dr. Rob, it's another episode of Mindful Conversations with me, Matt, and you, Rob. And we have a very cool, special guest. I agree.
1: Patty, she's part of the team here at Response Care. Uh, I don't feel cool, but I do
2: feel um, blessed, and uh, it's good to be here.
1: We're glad to have you.
0: We feel like the goal is world domination on XM Radio, (laughs) and we feel having Patty here today is a step in that direction.
1: It will facilitate it by years. Absolutely.
0: So welcome to our podcast, Mindful Conversations. Uh, We have a special series of conversations we're going to be having in the next several episodes, and uh, we're going to be talking, Dr. Rob, about maturity. Maturity. Maturity.
1: It's a great topic. It's also a really good goal to have in life.
0: Yeah. I'm 55 years old, and I need you to help me to find out how mature I am.
1: Well, I'm in my 60s, and I'm still trying to figure it out, so we'll just do this together.
0: Maybe Patty, who has a nice cup of coffee that she's sipping on, um, she'll be able to help us interpret how mature we are or we aren't.
2: I grew up with boys, and I raised boys.
0: So you're an expert.
2: I'm I'm not sure how that fits in, but somehow I think it does.
0: Somehow I think we're in trouble, Rob. I do too. <laughs> but I'm, it's worth the risk. It is. Okay. So we're talking about a process of maturity. We often say around here that we need to trust the God of process and process. Yeah. And we are in a process, and I'm happy to be in a process like maturing, but... Tell us a little bit about what this journey looks like.
1: It's really a connection uh, for people of faith between spiritual maturity and relational competency. It's it's a process of, um, I think of it like this, as defragmenting. You know, the old computers, you used to have to defragment their hard drive because there would be pieces of the software all over, basically, and when you defragment it, it put it together like a whole puzzle, and so, when I think of maturity in this process, I think of the evolution, the growth of going from immaturity to maturity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I,
0: if I can imagine for a moment, um, I don't know as I'm thinking back, if there was an intentional process in my mind of maturing, it just
1: kind of, I, I went with the flow. Yeah. Well, you think about it chronologically. When you age, you, you don't necessarily have to think about that. What I think this process does is helps bring intentionality to the spiritual and relational maturity process.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And it should be said that you know, as we pause for a moment, mindful conversations is a podcast all about coming to the table like we're at right now and having a topic like maturity and just having a conversation. So um finding other people like Patty to have the conversation with is a bonus. But what the the goal of this is to inspire or hopefully um what would be the word, not provoke. But facilitate facilitate maybe. thoughts in our listener that you could have your own perspective on this topic. We we always say we're not experts, but we do have a curiosity about each topic that we have conversations about, and so it's our hope that when you when you tune into this podcast and those that will follow regarding maturity is that you'll glean something. It'll help you think more about the concept of maturity in the process. So just want to put that little yeah advertisement in there
1: yeah we want we want them to join us in the conversation and mindfully consider the topics yep you shared with me in a conversation in
0: fact it's it's in some writing that you've done that this is kind of like taking a journey like a
1: hike or going backpacking definitely I I mean we're both backpackers and so when you backpack, you have to prepare, you have to be intentional, you have to know where you're going, maps, the whole nine yards, right? Mm-hmm. And you mitigate risk. You, you mitigate risk by your experience, telling somebody where you're going, relying on your hiking partner. Uh, it's safer to travel together than it is alone. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a great metaphor for the journey from immaturity to maturity okay so you're bringing
0: up i think an important perspective about in life doing it with others is better than doing it on your own i think so okay well since we have a female at the table (laughs) i mean because well we're we're men male and the reality is we might have a different perspective um, what's it like when you think of what we've talked about so far, just the idea of process and doing this together or alone, does that resonate with you in terms of being on a journey?
2: Certainly the journey resonates. We're all on a journey, and, and isn't it, you know, the old cliche, it's it's not the destination but the journey that counts. You get the most out of the journey. It's the, um, the bumps along the way that allow you to learn lessons that, I guess then you have an option. You can either grow and learn from whatever it is that happened, or you can just be angry. And that affects the rest of the journey.
0: Yeah, yeah. Why don't we take a moment and just think about our own journey. So Rob mentioned backpacking. You you may have a different hobby or, or interest in another way that you would describe your journey, but... Um, to Rob's point, I love a good hike and I love the adventure of backpacking, which I usually will go up to, you know, like the, the Manistee River area and um, go on like a three day backpack where we pack in and do about seven miles a day. But I love the idea of, I love preparing for a trip. And so all the systems, all the gear, my backpack, my food, clothing, the things I'll be using to cook with and purify water all those things are part of the process of my journey to be successful in my my backpacking adventure so i love being mindful of all of that and it's kind of like a test then you go into the field you go through the experience and then you kind of judge did all of your systems work you know do you need to make of course i love to spend money on gear <laughs> so, so, I'm with so, you on that so one. So there's all of that, but it's a fun hobby, and it's a progressive journey. I'm maturing in my backpack skill.
1: Exactly. With each new hike, you develop or um, create. You develop a, a, an existing skill, or sometimes you create a new skill. And it's with the, and it's got some of the threats too weather, you know, if your gear doesn't work or the unexpected. Um, frequently, we're in areas where there's bears and predators. And so you have to think through how, how this journey is going to be handled in order for it to be successful. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it kind of seems like, We get an imagination of doing something, you know, like an activity or a hobby or something, and then we think about how we would do it, but we have fun thinking about it, and then we start executing steps.
2: Or you don't think about it, you fly by the seat of your pants, you end up at the entry to a trail and you think this would be fun and then you've gone five miles before you realize that you didn't bring water Uh you didn't bring any Uh gear and you didn't realize the trail was that long and you know you have at least five miles to get back to where you started where you parked that that would be my experience (laughs) and and yes i've learned from that experience
0: oh so you're saying sometimes in our journey we get we get lost. Take the wrong turn. Go too far without the right resources.
2: Or the sign was wrong. It said three miles, but it wasn't. It was ah, much longer.
0: Signage. That's wise. Pay attention to the signage.
1: Pay attention to the signs and keep tucked in the back of your mind that they may not, might not always be accurate. So there,
0: there was a time I was trusting my friend Ryan Murphy. There's his initials and we were on a trip, and we use him as our navigator, and he's never failed us. On this particular trip a couple years ago, we were hiking, hiking. It was supposed to be like a four-mile hike into camp, and we were at like five miles and came to realize that we were going literally the opposite direction. Nice. So we had to make up all of that, all that distance, and then go, I was dying when we got to camp, and it was almost dark. You can still see I'm chapped about that. <laughs> so you're right. Does Ryan know that you you're, you're right, Patty. Things can go can go the wrong direction or not as expected.
2: And innocently so.
0: Certainly, right. yeah, not Ryan expected. didn't mean no. he didn't mean any harm. No. I mean, who would want to go extra distance with fifty pounds on your back?
1: Right. I don't carry fifty pounds.
0: We're not gonna go there. Mr. Backpacker competitor, <laughs> how much weight did you carry? Well, I only, I carried 12 pounds. How about you? Yeah, right. Okay, so let's go back to the the conversation about maturity because um, that kind of sets us up, or at least my brain, that sets us up for the intentional journey of maturity. But ultimately, um, what is the end game of the process
1: of growing, and maturity? I think it's intimacy. Intimacy between people. In fact, I think intimacy is God's goal for all relationships. Obviously, different for different roles. You know, brother, sister, husband, wife, friend. But, you know, intimacy, this connectedness, and a healthy connectedness really is responsible, in my mind, for the quality of our life. Not the finances, not the fame, not the education. The quality and happiness of our life is connected to the health of our relationships. And intimacy
0: is the prime ingredient or state of being.
1: Yeah, I think of it as, I mean, it's all of the above. You know, intimacy is knowing and being known. in an authentic way it's a connectedness okay so there's a there's a definition
2: knowing and being known
1: yeah there's different ways to define it to be sure but the the definition i find really accessible is i know you well and you know me well and it's not shallow it's not it's 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 genuine it's authentic So could you give an example of what intimacy would look like in a particular relationship? Uh, We do have a good example. It's the word friendship. Um, There are friends. You have them with your hiking partner. Patty has them with her friends. Where you're doing life together, this intimacy. I know more than just the demographics or the academic, or persona that that person wants to c- convey. I know my friend. I know his likes. I know his dislikes. I I can anticipate uh, consistency in his behavior as he can with me. Um, there is a friendship, and and it has it has kind of a sacredness to it, if you will. It's it's a beautiful thing. And we don't see much of it, I don't think. It requires um, me to be able to have the health and maturity to be vulnerable and appropriate. Did I, did I, I think answer the question? through our
0: conversation, we'll get bits and pieces of the answer. I, I'm not here to get a rock-solid definition, but I think our, I'm glad. I think our conversation will explore. Because yeah. I think this is a, a needed topic to have a conversation about. Uh, because first of all, I would say, or what I would add to this conversation is being known would require that I would be vulnerable. And if I don't Agreed. feel safe, I'm probably not going to be vulnerable. No. I'm not going no. to share things that are that are within me that I feel are important if the person that's with me I don't feel is is going to be a safe person to share with.
2: By the same token, we don't always know how vulnerable our friend has been with us. We know what we know, but what don't we know?
1: That's a legitimate point. I think of it partially in terms of, you know, intimacy takes time. We live in a microwavable culture, and to your point, which I see as really legitimate, we are way too quick, or in America, what I think is shallow, So what you see is not what you get. And I think Patty's point is really um, a smart one in terms of taking time to know and be known. Yeah, well, I,
0: I also would add that I think Patty's point is that there seems to be a reciprocity or there needs to be an equal exchange for me to feel like, I don't want to just download on you. I also want to feel
1: that you're vulnerable with me. I think of that as the mutuals, mutual respect, mutual submission, mutual accountability. There, you're right. It, if it's a one-way street in the relationship, that in my mind is not maturity. Actually, it's dangerous. To your point, I think. My gut tells me
0: that the majority of our relationships are more shallow for purposes, for, for, for the right reason, because I just don't spend a lot of time with the individuals that I, you know, spend time with, whether it's at work or maybe some of my friendships or people at church, but those closest to me, like my wife or my kids, you know, I still think vulnerability is a hard thing, even with close relationships. I do. And you have
1: a good point. When I think of intimacy as a goal for all relationships, it doesn't necessarily mean all deep. There are going to be, I mean, if you think of a lake, a shallow, a shallow portion of the lake accomplishes something. Not all lakes just start deep, right? So the shallow portion of the lake and the depth of the lake all serve a purpose. I process relationships like that way. Some of my relationships are going to allow me to play in the shallow, and some fewer will allow me to swim in the deep
0: mhm patty there's a there's a uh, i guess a, a hunch among individuals that men are more cognitive and women are more emotional right is that a, is that a, a correct assumption
2: i don't know i know i am emotional i'm intuitive but I've also been burned, so I've learned to take a step back and, and wait and learn and, and see. Um, and sometimes I didn't always know how to trust. I didn't know how to trust somebody else. And I don't know if, if there really is such a thing as being able to trust somebody else rather than learning to trust yourself and the choices you make.
0: Mm. Well, there's a whole podcast right there.
2: It's a difficult one though, because when you get burned, when you when you trust someone, when you put your trust in someone and they fail you in one way, shape, or form, even if they don't intend to, that creates a mountain of uncertainty. And it's scary.
0: So let's do this because that's a great segue to talk about some of the objectives. That we need to consider when plotting out our journey. We've defined, in a sense, the target of this series is talking about maturity, with the end game being understanding and growth and intimacy and relationships. So we know that's kind of the direction that we're going. But along the way, there have to be some objectives, like what am I putting in my pack? Etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So maybe let's take so that some when
2: I turn us off the road, you can turn us back again. Bingo, bingo. I think it'll,
0: it'll actually be Rob steering us off the road. So <laughs> I was just going to say it's probably more inclined to be me than Patty. Um, so, why don't we do this? Let's talk about the objectives and then let's talk a little bit about what future episodes are going to be speaking about regarding this topic because we're thinking about three or four episodes that would complete this series. So let's talk about uh, the objectives. What are the objectives? Well, understanding that uh, this is a pathway. We've kind of Mm -hmm. referenced that. Um, Learning to view change from a perspective of maturity versus immaturity. Um, Understanding maturity from a perspective of authority, identity, self-worth, and self-control in yourself and others. And then connect spiritually to... uh, connect spiritual maturity to the emotional and relational competency, and then finally understand the concept of integration as it pertains to, you know, wholeness. Sounds like a workable roadmap to me. Yeah, And good news is we're not going to talk about all those things today. We're going to break those down in future episodes. But I do want to just touch the surface of each of these. Okay. So let's start off with, uh, as we've talked about, the pathway. We've done that. What's the idea of learning to view change? Why change uh, from a perspective of
1: maturity versus immaturity? I think it makes for a very workable um, way to think about growth and development and it, it in maturity versus immaturity in each culture and every people group, they they can define maturity and immaturity. And so it really, I believe, is a great um, way to language a concept that carries so much importance to humans.
0: Does there have to be an awareness of what immaturity is
1: versus maturity? And are, are we talking about emotional maturity? I think maturity is bigger. I think it's emotional. It can be physical. That's the other reason I like it. It's a versatile, it's, you know, in our context, we're looking at spiritual maturity and relational competency, how you act, think, and feel. And when I personally conceptualize maturity, I think of those things. Okay. Say that again. I think of how the, the integration of how I act, think, and feel the more intentional I am to focusing on my maturity process, I have a better chance of uh, obtaining that or accomplishing that. If I just am not intentional, I will grow from a developmental perspective physically, assuming health, but understanding the relationship between maturity and healthy relationships to me, makes the healthy relationships far more accessible.
2: But is there an end game? I mean, is, is, is there an end point? It feels like the way you describe it, that it's more on a continuum and there's different levels. Like I can feel like I'm very mature, but I also feel like there's lots of levels of maturity I have yet to reach.
1: Yeah, that's the thing I think is beautiful. I see it as a journey that um is going to be lifelong but if you or others want to define it differently that to me is cool too it's it it's really about the mindfulness or the intentionality in my mind it's like yeah if um in archery when my son was learning archery he had a really good coach and he would he would leverage the fact that If he used the right technique in archery, he would increase the probability of hitting his target. And that's kind of how I conceptualize this process. There are are different points or different techniques or different things you have to focus on, the arrow, the, the bow, and all these other things. Well, so too for maturity. And it gives a lot of freedom and flexibility for for me, if I focus on emotional maturity or relational and know that connection, I pay attention to those techniques, I'm liable to hit that goal. I, I,
2: so it's not just a ladder. It's also the Great Wall of China, bands width.
1: Yeah, it does. Um, and I don't think it's easy. I mean, you know, this conversation kind of proves it. You're trying to define... Something that, you know, I, we can easily academically define it, but then if we ignore how it's defined experientially, there's a gap. Yeah. Um, the, the
0: third objective, so discover a pathway learn how to view from a perspective of maturity versus immaturity. Third is understanding maturity from a perspective of these four items. So authority Identity, self-worth, and self-control—they're kind of packaged together as a whole.
1: Yeah, there. I believe there's an order to maturity, and and they're also fluid, so it can go back and forth. To Patty's point, you know, it's big and it's. Um, and I think of these things as elements: authority, identity, worth, and self-control. It appears that in all humans. These four issues or elements and the management or mismanagement, if you will, of these four elements are gonna are gonna to a large part determine the health of you as an individual and then the health of your relationships, if that makes sense. Rob, you always make sense. <laughs> right. In fact, right now there's a halo above your head. Oh, right. <laughs> I think you're confusing that with the lamp behind me. Oh, you're right. It is a lamp. <laughs>
0: um, the fourth objective is, again, we're not going to break all of these down in detail. We'll do that in, in successive episodes. But the fourth would be connecting spiritual maturity to emotional and relational competency.
1: Yeah. I um, Many years ago, I was working within a team much like we have here at Response and and I personally was not raised in the evangelical church context. And so as I grew spiritually, I noticed that there was this disconnect between people who profess to be spiritually mature and their behavior. So they would they would have great Bible knowledge, but they would treat people terribly. They would they would treat them crap, like crap, and that didn't make sense to me. And so, you know, I then started, and with the team's help, started looking at okay, there really is a difference between people who are spiritually mature and how they treat others, how they, how they. Spend their time, money, and resources, and those who only profess to be spiritually mature mm-hmm. and so that led to this conversation because it's like, oh yeah, you cannot i like I wouldn't believe you, you can't say you're spiritually mature and then treat people poorly that that's a disconnect that's incongruent
0: mm. I would say the book I would reference the you know the very good book from. Uh, Peter Scazzaro, um, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, he says something similar, that you can't be spiritually mature if you're emotionally unhealthy.
1: Y- exactly. And, and
0: so there really does need to be an intent on this journey, whether we're coming from a spiritual perspective, because maybe as a listener you're not coming from a spiritual perspective, but you're coming from an idea that you want to either see yourself grow Or you're in a relationship where you could be measuring immaturity and you may even in fact be harmed, you know, harmed in the process of your relationship. So knowing this from both angles, I think
1: is healthy. I think the concepts are durable enough, whether you're uh, coming from a faith perspective or not. I agree.
0: And then lastly, we will the objective of understanding the concept of integration as it pertains to wholeness. So integration
1: Integration, um, how we act, think, and feel. You you asked the question earlier about men versus women, and our culture is very comfortable with men versus women, or this versus that. We seem to like that um, duality. Well, integration to me, a healthy person is integrated, and integration on some key elements, authority, identity, self-worth, self-control, or, you know, integrated in, in how I treat myself in respect to others. There's this congruency. And I think as we have this conversation, you'll see, or at least from my perspective, um, you can't have wholeness without integration. So the real part of the real go go of maturity is to be congruent or integrated in how I act think and feel mm-hmm. in in a healthy way so
0: if i took a an image of a plate and i and i i dropped it on the floor and it broke into a, a lot of pieces mm-hmm. i would then try to integrate the broken pieces back into the form of its original design which is a plate
1: yeah That's a good metaphor. And so
0: the the reality is, I think we're coming from a perspective that we all are broken or fragmented, to use your word earlier. And the idea is to be able to be part of a process, a journey that integrates these broken parts in our life. Like, for example, woundedness from maybe childhood or some experience that brought harm to me that I haven't fully maybe healed, you know, Whatever it may be, there's lots and lots of examples. But the reality is I don't want to stay broken. I don't want to stay defragmented. I want to stay, or fragmented, I want to become whole. Yeah. Yeah.
2: This is so complex. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to put it all together the way you're saying it, and even with your metaphors, and it's, I get it. And at the same time, it's still difficult. Could I, could I explain it? Do I have words to explain it? Do I know it that well? I don't know. But it's it's awfully complex because my thoughts go to, there needs to be a desire, there needs to be an awareness, but there's an awful lot of ignorance, not in the negative sense of the word, but just in the unknowing and the frustration of of not knowing how, how, how can I get there?
0: Great. Fantastic point. And a good spot to pause. We've talked about a lot of information. I think so. And to Patty's point, we need to digest a little bit of this introduction and good news is we're going to come back and continue this conversation. And, uh, cause we've already talked about intimacy being the, the ultimate outcome of a process of maturity. But next time we're going to come back and we're going to start breaking down these objectives that we shared today, specifically the idea of the authority, the identity, the self-worth and self-control. So in part two of this series on maturity, we're going to talk about that. I look forward to that.
1: To Patty's point though, life is complex. And Hopefully our conversation, to your point, will bring some um, clarity and focus and areas to explore. Because on any hike, you, sometimes it's it's good just to get off the trail. Well, you got to find a spot to set up camp.
0: You do. And we have to be in consensus on this. I think so. I like the view of the river.
1: Yeah. And I like the view from the cliff.
0: Right. Um, any other uh, final or closing thoughts, Patty, from you regarding what we've talked about um, in this episode?
2: So there's more to this than just knowing whether to say something like passing gas or other choice words.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: As far as a a measure of maturity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry.
0: That's quite all right. I appreciate the image. In fact, I'm a little I'm a little gassy right now.
2: I grew up with boys, and I raised them.
1: Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Patty. No, I'm saying thank you. We're yeah. glad you're here. Yeah,
0: it's been it's been good being with both of you. It's a it's a good and fun conversation, and um, appreciate those of you that have tuned in to today's episode of mindful conversations with Matt and Rob and Patty.